Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. Today's episode is going to be Numbers chapter 11. Alrighty, I'll get into this. Now we're getting into some um, a little bit more history here, and we read some of this in Exodus, but it'll be repeated here in a different way. And when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, and the Lord heard it, and his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt among them, and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. And the people cried unto Moses, and when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire was quenched. And he called the name of the place Taberah, because the fire of the Lord burned among them. And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lusting, and the children of Israel also wept again, and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? Israel's being ungrateful for their current blessings. We remember the fish, which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic, But now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside this manna before our eyes. And the manna was as coriander seed, and the color thereof as the color of bdellium. And the people went abroad, or went about and gathered it, and ground it in mills, or beat it in a mortar, and baked it in pans, and made cakes of it, and the taste of it was the taste of fresh oil. And when the dew fell upon the camp in the night, the manna fell upon it, or with it. Then Moses heard the the people weep throughout their families, every man in the door of his tent, and the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Moses also was displeased. Israel gets tired of manna. What was their sin in tiring of the manna in gratitude? Doctrine and Covenants 59 says, Thou shalt thank the Lord thy God in all things. President Lorenzo Snow said, I have thought sometimes that one of the greatest virtues the Latter-day Saints could possess is gratitude to our Heavenly Father for that which he has bestowed upon us and the power over which and the path over which he has led us. It may be that walking along in that path has not always been of the most pleasant character, but we have afterwards discovered that those circumstances which have been very unpleasant have often proved of the highest advantage to us. Elder Maxwell said, Bearing one's testimony and expressing gratitude are like periodic inventories. Counting one's blessings is both heavenly and invigorating. Counting is better than commiserating. Verse 11, And Moses said unto the Lord, Wherefore hast thou afflicted thy servant? And wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight, that thou layest the burden of all this people upon me? Have I conceived all this people? Have I begotten them, that thou shouldst say unto me, Carry them in thy bosom, as a nursing father beareth a sucking child, unto the land which thou swearest unto their fathers? Whence shall I have flesh to give unto all this people? For they weep unto me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. I am not able to bear all this people alone, because it is too heavy for me. And if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee, out of hand, or immediately. If I have found favor in thy sight, and let me not see my wretchedness, Moses is unable to carry the burden alone. And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people, and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. And I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take of the Spirit which is upon thee, 
and will put it upon them, that they may, and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. And say unto the people, Sanctify yourselves against tomorrow, and ye shall eat flesh, for ye have wept in the ears of the Lord, saying, Who shall give us flesh to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt, wherefore the Lord will give you flesh, and ye shall eat. Ye, ye shall not eat one day, nor two days, nor five days, neither ten days, nor twenty days, but even a whole month, until it come out of your nostrils, and it be loathsome unto you, because that ye have despised the Lord which is among you. And have wept before him, saying, Why came we forth out of Egypt? And Moses said, The people among whom I am are six hundred thousand footmen. <clears throat> and thou hast said, I will give them flesh, that they may eat a whole month. Shall the flocks and the herds be slain for them, to suffice them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them, to suffice them? And the Lord said unto Moses, Is the Lord is the Lord's hand waxed short? Thou shalt see now whether my word shall Come, should, shall come to pass unto thee or not. And Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord and gathered the seventy men of the elders of the people and set them round about the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took of the spirit which was upon him and gave it unto the seventy elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. In Mosiah it says, For behold, did not Moses prophesy unto them concerning the coming of the Messiah, and that God should redeem his people? Yea, and even all the prophets who have prophesied ever since the world began, have not they spoken more or less concerning these things? Have they not said that, the God, himself, that God himself should come down among the children of men, and take upon him the form of man, and go forth in mighty power upon the face of the earth? Yea, and have they not said also that he should bring them bring to pass the resurrection of the dead and that he himself should be oppressed and afflicted verse 26 but there remained two of the men in the camp the name of the one was Eldad and the name of the other Medad and the spirit rested upon them and they were of that of them that were written but went not out unto the tabernacle and they prophesied in the camp and there ran a young man and told Moses and said Eldad and Medad do prophesy in the camp and Joshua the son of Nun and he's of the tribe of Ephraim, the servant of Moses, one of his young men, answered and said, My Lord Moses, forbid them. Joshua sees these two men prophesying. And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake? Would God that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them? Joseph Smith was asked on one occasion, Do you believe Joseph Smith, Jr. to be a prophet? He answered, Yes, and every other man who has the testimony of Jesus. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. On another occasion, he said, No man is a minister of Jesus Christ without being a prophet. No man can be a minister of Jesus Christ except he has the testimony of Jesus, and this is the spirit of prophecy. God hath not revealed anything to Joseph, but what he will make known unto the twelve, and even the least saint may know all things as fast as he is able to bear them. When every man or woman, whether ancient or modern Israelite, has the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy burning within him, within his or her soul, then the work of the Lord moves forward by leaps and bounds. The strength of the kingdom of God at any time is not to be found alone in the power and strength of its leaders, but more important, in the individual testimonies of the members. Members who gain the witness and enjoy the gifts lift, their, lift heavy burdens from the shoulders of the leaders, for they, know, for they now perform their labors in the, in the church with intelligent obedience. 
They are more converted and more motivated. President Brigham Young observed, I am like Moses when a messenger came to him saying, The people are prophesying in the tents. Said Moses, Well, what of that? I would to God that the Lord's people were all prophets. I would to God that they all had revelations. When they receive revelations from heaven, the story is told they know for themselves. Elder McConkie said, who, who may prophesy? Who can receive revelation? To whom are visions and, and heavenly manifestations vouchsafed? Not to members of the Council of the Twelve only, not to bishops and state presidents alone, not just to the leaders of the church. Rather, that God, who is no respecter of persons and who loves all his children, speaks to every person who will heed his voice. Prophesy, prophecy is for all. Men, women, and children, every member of the, church, of the true church, and those who have the testimony of Jesus have the spirit of prophecy, for the testimony of, of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. As President uh, Nelson has said, that we need to work so that we can hear him, so that we can receive revelations from God and Jesus. Verse 30, And Moses got him into the camp, he and the elders of Israel. And there went forth a wind from the Lord, and brought quails from the sea, and let them fall by the camp, as it were a day's journey on this side, and as it were a day's journey on the other side, round about the camp, and as it were two cubits high upon the face of the earth. And the people stood up all that day, and all that night, and all the next day, and they gathered the, the quails. He that gathered last, uh, gathered least gathered ten homers. And they spread them all abroad for themselves round about the camp. And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, ere it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people with a very great plague. And he called the name of the, that place Kibroth Hatavah, because they were buried, for there they buried the people that lusted, the graves of lust. The Lord sends quails, and that happened again in uh, church history time. Verse 35, And the people journeyed from Kibroth Hatava unto Hezeroth and abode at Hezeroth. That's the end of uh, chapter 11. I hope you got something out of that. Talk to you next time. Bye.